Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Moshe Dun Kestenbaum. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. Today's daf is daf Kufches. We just like to go back and share a ha'ara from Kuf Zayin on the base, and then continue from the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuf Zayin on the base. The Gemara said on Kuf Zayin on the base that according to Ula, the Mian can go ahead and uproot the Zika by uprooting the original Kedushin, Nesue Kamai Ka'akra, and it's clear in the Gemara, and everyone agrees, even Nervaishia, that Bechaye Baila, while the husband is alive, Mian works to uproot the Kedushin retroactively, as if they were never married. Different than get, divorce, which only works from now on. It doesn't take away the original Kedushin. We see clearly in this Gemara, that Mian works to undo the original marriage. And a big discussion in the Achreinim is how this works. The Stipler and Kilos Yaakov over here in Simon Yudches explains that this is not an uprooting Lemafreya literally. Rather, it's a Igloi Milsa Lemafreya. It's revealed to us right now, through the Mian, that they were never married. And he explains that when Chazal instituted the Kedushin Durabanan of a Kitana, it's on a Tanai, it's on a condition, as long as she doesn't do Mian. But if she does Mian, then the Kedushin was never Chal. And that's the Pshat in the Alacha of Mian, that the Kedushin is basically on a unspoken Tanai, on condition she doesn't do mian. However, if she does mian, then retroactively, the kedushin was never a kedushin in the first place. However, Kiyadua, Rav Chaim, in Hilchas Isha's Parak Beis, Halacha Tes, does not understand mian this way. And he asks, and he says, that if mian is igloi milsel ma'freya, if the pshat of mian is that it's as if, we find out retroactively they were never married in the first place. If so, Frecht Reb Chaim, how come her Maisiyadayim and any lost objects that the husband got while he was still married to the Ktana don't go back to her? If retroactively we found out that we've made a mistake, so to say, that they were never really married, so any money he took that didn't belong to him only because he was allegedly her husband, should all go back. So the Maisiyadayim, the Metziyas, should all go back to, to her. So Zakrav Chaim, that the Pshadamian is not that it's a Gloy Milsa that it's revealed that we've made a mistake, that they were really never married. Zakrav Chaim, a famous concept in the Yeshivas, that really she was married until the time of Mian, comes along Mian right now and uproots the Kedushin Lemafreya, uproots the Kedushin retroactively. It's not the Pshat that we found that they were never married. 
In the past they were married, comes along the Mian and has the power to uproot the Kedushin that we treat it as if they were never married. That the Kedushin is uprooted from now on retroactively. However, since at the time he took her Maiseyadayim, her Metzias, they really were married. In that point of history, in that point of time, they were really married. And he took a Kedin. It's only now, later on, something changes that now the new history is created that the Kedushin becomes uprooted. In such a case, the Maiseyadayim, the Metzias, do not go back because he took it under a regular full-fledged Kedushin. And that's the Mahalech of Reb Chaim. That's the term used in yeshivas as Mikanu Laba Lamafreya. From now on, it's retroactively uprooted. The Mali Harayim as well, earlier on Daf Yud Beis Aleph, also understands, like Reb Chaim, that Mion is not a Gloymil Lamafreya. It's not that it's revealed, that they really were never married, but rather there's an Akira, the Mian right now comes and uproots the marriage, Lamafreya. And in fact, the Malia Royim Tainas, that because of this, he's bothered by, there's really another reason why the Saras Erva should be Aser. The Gemara had a question on Ula, that according to Ula, that Mian uproots the original Nisuin to uproot the Zika. So why is it Saras Erva of a girl who was married in Kedushin Darabana and Kedushik Tana? Why is it Sarah of such an Erva going to be Asar? Why can't she do Mian? And retroactively she was never married and therefore it's not a Tsaras Erva. And the Gemara answers that it's a because it looks like a Tsaras Erva. Niras Kitsaras Bitai. But Zakta Malia Rayim, he doesn't understand that she should be Asr because of the concept of Nesra. Famous Gemara, Yisai, that goes throughout the Mesechta, on the Mishnah, Daflam and Amin Aleph, that once a lady is Asr, when she falls to Yivam, Kol Yivama, She'enani Karba, Mishas Nefila, Yivama, Yavo, Elah, any girl that at the time of Yivam is not fit for Yivam, She's like an Eshesach that had children. That once she's Aser Bishas Nafila, she's a Surah Elamis. She is Aser forever. Classically referred to as Nesra. So, how does Mian, what's the Gemara's Kasha that Mian should be Matir the Tsaras Erva? Since at the time of Nafila, they were still, the Erva was still married. So Mamela, there should be a Din Nesra on the Tzara, and she should be Asr even later on, after the Mian of the Erva, based on the concept of Nesra. And this is an interesting Shaila. The Malay Rayim is ent- entertains that even though Mian uproots Lamafreya, it still would not take away the concept of Nesra, since Lamaisa, at the time she fell, she was Asura. However, it would seem from our Gemara, from the fact that Gemara comes on to the Gzera, that since Mian uproots Lamafreya, we would not say, we would not say Nasra, because retroactively, it's uprooted as if she never was Asr at the time she fell for Yibam. 
if if you take a look at the stapler in Simen Yerches, one of his rayas, one of the reasons why he says that Mion is not an Akira, is not a real uprooting Lamafreya, but rather, like we said before, it's a Gleimos Lamafreya, the, the marriage was on a Tanai, on condition she doesn't do Mion. So one of the stapler's rayas is because otherwise there would be a din of Nasra along the lines of the Malay Rayim, that if it's a regular, if it's a real Akira Lama Freya, then there would be a din of, of Nasra, and um, a Sugya that involves tremendous Ian. We move now to the bottom of Kuv Zayinam Abayz, the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ezi Kitana Shetzricha Limayin, who is a Tana that needs Mian, Kosha Si'ua Ima, a girl that's married off, a katana that's married off by a mother and brother with her consent. The interesting to point out that the girsa of the rush as well as the riff is ima ay the mother or the brother. Meaning it's not that the Mishnah is saying that you need both the mother and brothers all together to, to agree and to marry her off. But rather, it's the mother or or the brother. That's the explanation of the Mishnah, and that's the girsa of the Rush and the Rif, that's I, or. A big discussion over here, on the Mishnah, and really the Rishayim are found in the very beginning of the Perak, that the Mishnah uses a Lashon of Kol Shesi'ua, a Lashon of Nisuin, that the mother or brother gave her over in Nisuin, which is Mashmat Stafka Nisuin, not Erisin, that by Erisin she would not require Mian. And in fact, the Ramban, beginning of the Masechta brings from a tshuva that was written by Rev Yehuda HaBar Geluni, tshuva that was written to the Rif. The Rashba brings as well. He quotes it from Rev Yehuda Bar Barzilai as a Lashon of the Rashba that he wrote to the Rif that he holds that Mian is only necessary after Nisuin as it's Meduyik in our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says, Hisi'ua, a Lashon of Nisuin. However, the Rif argues, and the Rishayim bring, from our very first Mishnah, which seems to directly contradict, this Mechodesh Tekeshita, because the very first Mishnah of our Perak said, Beishamai Omrim, Eimamanin, El Arusais, Beishamai says, Mian only applies by Arusais. And Beishelah says, Arusais, Vinisuais. So clearly in the very first Mishnah we see that Mian applies by an Arusa. And Fakert, according to Beishamai, it's only applies by an Arusa. So therefore, how could the Shita hold that it only applies from Nisuin? The Ramban gives a defense for this shita, and the way it's understood by the Drisha in Simon Mem Gimel, Ice Yud.
is that a, there's a chiluk between a girl who married herself off and a girl her, ma- her mother or brother married her off. The first Mishnah of our parak that we see there's me and Bayanarusa is talking about where the girl herself accepted the Kedushan. Then it could work, Mira Abanan, and she requires Mia. However, our Mishnah is talking about a girl who's married off by her mother or brother. The Lashon of the Ramban is Ein Shlicha A mother or brother cannot simply accept a Kedushan for her. And it's only if they give her over to Nisuin, where she herself is being taken, then Mian is required. And amazingly enough, the Drisha, as well as the Beis Shmuel in Evan Ezer, Kuf Nunhei, Ais Aleph, actually hold this way, Allah Alacha, that the requirement of Mian by a mother or brother that marries off a Kitana is only if there is Nisuin. The Drisha is Medayik, the Lashen of the Tur. As the Torah writes, Umiu tiknu la nisuin ima. The lashon of the Torah, according to the Girsa we have, is the Rabbana or Masaki nisuin through the mother or brother. Dafka nisuin, but not Erisin. However, the Chazanish, in Kufir Aleph, Ayis Tes, he's Ma'ayra, that even though the Ramban himself gives a teretz, gives a defense for this shita of Rav Yehuda HaBregalayni, but he himself right ends off, Shein Tzrichin Raya Gedaylamizu, that they need a better raya, that the Lush and the Mishnah of Isiyua is not Muchach, it could be Lavdafka, and the Ramban does not seem to, to convinced to follow this shita, and therefore the Chazanish says that it's Pashat Lahalacha, we would definitely have to be machmer that if the mother-brother married her off, even just with Arison, she would require Mian. Going further to the bottom of Kuf Zayin Amabez, leading into Kuf Ches Amar Aleph, the Gemara says that we learned Perishayna Yukaisvin Get Mian. They used to write in the Get Mian, Leiru'ina Bay. I don't want you. I don't want to marry you. Since they saw that there were so many words. They said that we're afraid that someone's going to mix it up with the get. And therefore they shortened the Lushen of the Shtar Mion. And it just writes, that on this day, so-and-so, the girl, was ma'anas in front of in front of us. The question is, what does the Gemara mean? Asi lachlufi begita. So Rashi learns, Pasha Pshat, that we're afraid that a cipher is going to, a cipher who's an Amaretz, is going to write this Lushen in a get. He's going to use the Lushen of Mion, since he thinks it's a substantial Lushen, it's a lengthy Lushen, he's going to use it in a get, which of course would not work. A get has to say from the husband, Ariat Megureshes. So we're afraid that a person's going to write such a Lushen, a Lushen Mian, in a get, and it'll be a get that is 
puzzle. The Aruch Lanir asks the Shtarka Kasha on Rashi's Pshat from the Gemara and beginning of Gittin, where the Gemara says, Rav Bikinhain, most people that write gets are Bikin, and the Gemara continues and says that even according to a mayor, that's Chayshish for a Miat that concerns with a minority, Stam Sifri the Dainimigmiri, a Stam Seifer is an expert and knows the halachas, and Frekt Arachlaner, so why would we say over here in our Gemara that we should be Chayshish that a Seifer is a boar? who doesn't know the halachas, would write the get, the Gemara and Gin is clear, that we're not chayshish for such a thing, that the people that wrote the get were, were bikim. The Ritva over here says a different shot in the Gemara, not like Rashi who says, Asi begita, that there's going to be a confusion in the halachas of get, but rather what the Gemara means is, Asi begita, that they're going to think, that this Shtarmian by this lady has the status of a get. Since it's written in a lengthy Lushan, they'll confuse it with the status of a get. And we know by a get, the woman is usher to his relatives, he is usher to her relatives, and Kedushin is not Taifes. The Kedushin is not Chal if they would try to marry the relatives. However, by Mian, like we've said, the, the Mian uproots the Kedushin retroactively. The Mishnah on the bottom of our Daf on Kuf Aleph says that after Mian, he is mutter to marry her relatives and she is mutter to marry his relatives. So we're afraid that if you write a lengthy Lushan of Mian, people will give it a status of Get and think that if he would, let's say, marry her sister, the Kedushin is not Chal. However, the Allah is, the Kedushin is Chal. It's even mutter to marry her relatives, and vice versa. And that's a Pshat in the Ritva. That's what the Gemara means. Asi lachlufe begita. Finally, there's a third Pshat in the Gemara, the Pshat of the Me'iri. The Me'iri is al-Darech the Ritva, just the opposite. The Me'iri says that we're afraid that people are going to think if the Shtar Mian looks lengthy like a get, people are going to think that just like after Mian, the halacha is, he is mutter to her relatives and she is mutter to his relatives. So too by a get, people are going to make a mistake and think that after a get is given, he is mutter to her relatives and vice versa. So it's similar to the Ritva, just the opposite. The Ritva says that we're afraid that people are going to think that by Mian it has the Allah of a get and Kedusha would not be typhus on the relatives. And the Me'iri is the opposite, that people are going to make a mistake by get and think that get is like Mian, that by an actual get, still he is mutter to her relatives and she would be mutteres to his relatives. Curiously enough, the Rambam and Hilchus Gerishin, Perak Yud Aleph, Halacha Yud Aleph, and the Tur, in the Evan Ezer Simen Kuf Nun Hey, both write over the Lashen of Ishtar Mian, and it's a Arichas Lashen, it's a lengthy Lashen, and seems to contradict the Psak, the Halacha 
of our Gemara. The Yamsha Shlaimai over here in our Parak Simon Zion, he writes that it appears to him that the Achreinim saw after the times of the Gemara that it's not worthwhile, it's not right to shorten up the Lushen of the Shtarmion in order that people shouldn't say that an Eshesesh goes out Bechti, goes out with nothing, and the words of the Chachamim come out not to be taken seriously, that a, a Kedushin Darabanan should, she should just walk away, and in order to strengthen, fortify the, her Kedushin, the, the Achreinim held, the Paiskim held, that we should keep a longer Lushen of Shtarmion, even though it runs against our Gemara. Interesante Chiddush from the Yamshel Shleimai. Continuing on to the top of Kuf Ches Amar Aleph, the Gemara brings Tanur Rabbanan Ezel Mian. What is considered Mian? Amra she says the Efshi beplani Baili. I don't want my husband the Efshi bekedushin chikichuni imi veachi. I don't want the kedushin that my mother or brother married married me. These are expressions of. Mian. And the Gemara continues, Yasser al Kain Amr of Yehuda, Afilo Yoshevis Ba'apirion. Even if she's sitting in a Pirion, a special chair, special couch that was made for Kalais to transport them from their father's house to the husband's house. By Lechas Mibesavila Bespila, she's on her way to her husband's house, to move into his house. V'amran, she says, I don't want my husband. That's considered mian. What's the Chiddush of this case? So Rashi explains, and this is how the Rishayim seem to learn, that one could argue that if she really didn't want to marry him, why is she continuing to travel? She should get, get off the chair. She should come down and say she's not going. So even though she's obliging, she's continuing to go towards her husband's house, nonetheless, if she says she doesn't want to marry him, it is considered mian. The Brisa continues with two more additions. Yeser al-Kain Amr of Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says even greater Chiddush, that even their archim, even if they're guests, in her husband's house, and she is serving them, she's giving them to drink, and she tells them, I don't want my husband, it is considered mian. And then, we have a final one, is Yeser Kain, Amar Reb Yehuda, according to the Gears of the Bach, even if her husband, sent her to the storekeeper to bring him something, and she says, she says, Pashtas to the storekeeper, I don't want my husband, there's no greater mian than this. The way the Mi'iri learns, and the Arach Laner, is that the last two cases continue in progression, from the first case. 
The first case of Chiddush was that even though she didn't make any movements to objection, she continued traveling. She doesn't come down from the from the special chair. Nonetheless, we take her word seriously when she says he actually that she doesn't want her husband. And not only that, even if she's going out and serving guests, she's doing something active that shows she seems to be okay with the marriage. Nonetheless, if she says he actually be it's a mian. And finally, even a greater chiddush that even if she goes to the chemini on her husband's behalf, the way the Aruch Lanier learns. However, the Me'iri adds, according to his girsa, not only did she go to the chemini, it seems that she used her own money instead of using his money to buy the object. Nonetheless, still, her mean is considered a good mean. So according to this Mahalech, of the Me'iri, Arachlaner, similar, each case is a progression from the other in terms of her doing something that maybe contradicts her statement of Yevshi Biplani Baili. However, Rashi over here learns the last two cases quite differently. Rashi, by the second case of even if she's serving the guests, Rashi says, the lack of Bezdin. There's no Bezdin. That the Chiddush is not the point that she is serving them, but the point is the people involved. It's not a Bezdin. Furthermore, Rashi adds that these guests will not necessarily tell anybody. They may just listen to what you said and, and move on. They're not necessarily going to repeat what you said. So the Chiddush is, Zakrashi, even though there's no Bezin, and even though they may not repeat what you said, nonetheless, it's considered a good mean. The Shaila is, what does Rashi mean that it's a Chiddush, even though these guests are not a Bezin? We said very clearly on the Gemara on Kavzainam and Beis, that according to Beis Hillel, you do not need a Bezin of Mumchen. You need three people, according to Beis Hillel, but you don't need three people that are experts. So what do you mean? What does Rashi mean? The Chiddush is that it's not a Bezdin. You don't need a Bezdin of Mumchen. All you need is three people. Random people. So the guests are three random people. L'chaira, we could suggest Pshan and Rashi, is that even though according to Beis Hillel, you don't need Bezdin Mumchen, they don't have to be experts, but it could be, you would think that they have to be convened. They have to be gathered together in the form of a, in the form of a bezin, which adds status to, to what's being done. So, Zak Rashi, no, afilo archim deleka bezin. Not the problem of the quality of the people, but they weren't gathered as a bezin. And that fits well with the continuation of Rashi. They're not gathered as a bezin. And furthermore, they may not even repeat what she said. So therefore her remark, her comment of Yevshi B'Ploini Baili is more of a flippant comment and maybe would not qualify as a proper mean. Rashi follows this Mahalich to the last case, the case where she sent to the Chemveni, Zak Rashi, the Lek El The only one there is the Chemveni. And then Rashi adds in that also 
that maybe she's only saying it because she's upset that she's being sent to go, the tirch of going to bring him his object from the chemveni. But the first part of Rashi is the lek el that the Chiddush is that even though the only one there is the chemveni. And this Rashi is Tzarechiyin. If Taka, the only person there, is the chemveni, so why is this mian considered a good mian? Even the most lenient shita we had earlier on Kavzayinam of Beis, the shita of Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda and Rabbi Lazar Bar Shimon, is their machshir and bishnayim. They allow mian to be done in front of two people. So the most lenient shita we had, and Taka, we paskin like this shita, that mian can be done in front of two people. But you still need two people. So how could mian be done just in front of the chemveni? What's Pshat in Rashi? The Rashba, the Me'iri, as well as the Radva explain for Rashi that we're talking about where there are Edim outside. There are Edim who overheard the lady, the girl, telling the Chemveni, the Efshi, the Pliny Baili. L'chara, we learn here a tremendous Chiddush, a very Yusaitistic Chiddush in the Halachas of Mian from Rashi and these Rishayim who explain Rashi and don't seem to argue with Rashi. When it comes to Kedushin, for example, if a man gives a lady a ring for Kedushin and there are two Edim outside who see into what's going on, the Halacha is Paskind in Shulchan Arach, Simimem Beis, Sif Gimel, that it's not a Kedushin, even though there were Edim that witnessed a Kedushin. And the Ridva in Kedushin, Amem Gilma Maralef, he says two reasons why it's not a Kedushin if they're Edim hiding, so to say, behind the wall. First of all, that's not considered Edos. Kedushin, which needs more than just Edim to verify what happened. There's a concept, a chreinim discuss, called Edekiyim. The Edim by Kedushin, they create the Chalais Kedushin. They validate the Kedushin. And if, if the man and woman do not know their Edim watching them, so these are not Edim that can create a Kedushin. Different than Edim, let's say, by money, that we just need the Edom to tell us what happened, to tell us the truth. Over there, they don't have to know their Edom there. But over here, by Kedushin, to create a Chalais Kedushin for Edekiyam, they have to be aware that they're doing this Maisa in Kedushin in front of Edom. And furthermore, the Ritva says the Svara, that the, the husband or wife could say that we didn't know there were Edom watching. We know the halacha is kedushin has to be done in front of Edom. And they could say they didn't know there were Edom there, so they didn't think that the kedushin was going to be a kedushin. So we see from this Rashi and the Rishayim over here that by Mian it's not the way. By Mian you do not need Edom in front of, in front of her. And what is the Pshat? In this, L'chaira, the Pshad is, that we see from here that Mion is not a Maisa Chalais 
like Kiddushin or Gerushin that requires Edim in order to create a Chalais, but rather it's a Metzias that if she says she doesn't want the Kiddushin, the Mian works. Lachora, this works very well, this fits very nicely with the Mahalich of the Stipler. We mentioned the Machoikis Achreinim, and how do we understand how Mian works? And the stapler explained that the Kedushin of the Ketana is basically with a built-in Tanai, an unspoken Tanai that's on condition that the girl does not do Mian. However, if the girl does Mian, then retroactively the Kedushin was never a Kedushin because it was like a Kedushin al Tanai. Memela, according to the Mahalich of the stapler, it's very Pasha, we, could un- we understand why it's not like Kedushin, like Gerushin, there's no Chalais, the Mian is not really what's breaking the Kedushin, rather the Mian is basically just like breaking the Tznai, and therefore makes sense, these Rishayim, that we do not need Edei Kiyam for the Mian. However, we could ask, according to the Mahalich of Reb Chaim, that Mian is an Akira, the Mian is Aikir the Kedushin, Mikan Laba, Lamafreya, like we spoke about. So the Pashtas is that such an Akira would require to aid him, it would require Eidekim. You have to say that for some reason over here, do not need Eidekim for this Maisa Mian, and Tzarech Bir. Lachara, we could point out something else over here. I had a Shaila and Baruch Hashem, I found the Chakira and Birkas Avram, as to whether the girl who does Mian, does she need Kavana, that she's doing it, in order to uproot the Kedushin. Let's say she doesn't know the Halachas of Mian, and she just says, she has no idea that this can go ahead and terminate, can uproot, the Kedushin, would that work as Mian, or she needs Kavana, she needs to know that this Mian is uprooting the Kedushin. L'chaira, the Pashtas of our Sigya, the cases where she's serving her husband, or she's Yosheves Ba'apiryayin, and she says, he actually Baili, the Pashtas is that it's not clear that she knows that this is going to uproot the Kedushin, so it is a shtikoraya from the Pashas of our Sigya that she does not need Kavana to uproot the Kedushin. But Lachaira, we have a very strong Raya from these Rishayinim, from, from Rashi. Because if we say that she did mean in front of the Chemveni, and there are two Edim outside that she was not aware of, so she would have no idea that her mean would be a good mean. Because Mian has to be done in front of Shnayim. We mentioned the Ritva's Svara by Kedushin, that if they don't know the Edom are there, so it's not a Kedushin because they may have not had Kavana for Kedushin because they don't think a Kedushin without Edom is, is not a good Kedushin, so they don't think it's a good Kedushin. So over here also, the girl doesn't know their Edom there, so she had no idea that this Mian would be halachically a good mian. So l'chaira, we would be able to bring a raya from here 
that she doesn't need kavana to uproot the kedushin. She doesn't need to know it's a good mean. Just the fact that she says in front of one person, according to the sheet of Rashi, that I don't want my husband. That itself, that statement automatically uproots the kedushin, and therefore it doesn't make a difference that she didn't know that there were Adam there. Perhaps we can use this to understand how Reb Chaim would fit, Reb Chaim's Mahalech Emian would fit in over here. Perhaps we could say that even though normally Kedushin, Gerishin requires a Dekim, requires to Adam to create a Kedushin or Gerishin, but Mian we see over here is a different type of Misa. It's a Misa that is not a Misa that requires her Kavana. It's just the Metzias, the Chachamim made a Takana, that if she makes a statement of the Efshi Baplaini Baili, that automatically uproots the Kedushin. It's not through her Kavana, through her Kayach. It's a Halacha that the Bezin or Mesakein, that when she makes such a statement, it automatically uproots the Kedushin. The Mela we can understand very well, it's not a Misa that requires a Dekim, it's not a chalais that's being created that will require a dikiyam. And therefore, even though it uproots the kiddushin, nonetheless, it does not need a dikiyam. Going further, the Gemara brings later on in the Amud a brisa where Abeliezer says, A maisa kitana klum, vein bala zaka lo mtsiyasa, vumaisiyada, lo that all the halachas of Kedushin do not really apply to this girl who's married off by her mother or brother. The only real halacha here is the fact that she requires mian. However, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua holds, and that's how we paskin, Bala she is considered a full-fledged wife. She is considered a full-fledged wife, other than the fact that over here we have this special loophole, this special leniency that she goes out with, with Mian. Interesting discussion over here. It says in the Brisa that the husband is able to be made for Hernadarim and Tysis and Ksubis on Kuf Aleph Amar Aleph explains that we're talking about a girl who was able to make a Ketana, was able to make Nadarim. Gemara says in a few places, one of them in Nida, Amen that a Mufla Hasamach Leish, a girl or boy that's close to Bar or Bas Mitzvah, the last year, before their Barabbas Mitzvah, their Nidarim, their Hektish, their Shvuais are indeed valid, are Chal. And it's a Shaila, whether it's a Din Darabanan or a Din Daraisa. And Taisvis says that even if she is able to make Nidarim Midaraisa, still, the husband over here is able to be made for her nadarim, even though they're only married in Kedushin Durabana, because he brings the Gemara Enida over there, 
that kol al das baila hinaideres. That since when the lady makes the nether, she makes the nether on the das of her husband. That's the power of the husband being able to mefer her nedarim. So even though it's only a kedushin derabanan, but still, since it's al datai, it's on his das, he would have the power to mefer the nedarim even miraraisa. Rabbi Kiva Eger over there in Subis writes that he's misupik, he's not sure if let's say after the husband was made for her, she ended up doing mian. Does the nether come back? Do we say since the mian was iker the nisuin, it uprooted the marriage with Mafreya? So therefore, along with that, his hafara, the husband's hafara, because it turns out he really was not the husband. So therefore, Zafar is Bato. Or do we say, since at the time she made the nether, it was Aldas Baila, at the time he was her husband, at least in her mind, and therefore the Afara would still stand, even though she did me and later on. That's Rekivegar's Safik. It's interesting, Rav Chaim, Rav Chaim we mentioned, in Hilchash Isha's Parak Bezalach he writes that it's Pashat, the Afara would stand, and Rav Chaim over there is going according to his reasoning that Mian is not a Gloy Milsalam Afreya. It's not that it, it's revealing to us they really were never married. It is an Akira, it's an uprooting Mikanola Balam Afreya. Only from now on we look at it like they never married. But whatever happened in the past, that history is not undone. And that hafara is not going to be undone. However, according to the Mahalich of the Stipler, that it's like a Kedushan al it's like a Kedushan on condition that she doesn't do Miyan. So then we have this Shaila, this Nidain, whether we would say retroactively, it would not be a good hafara. Would we say that it's like a regular case of a Kedushin Nesuin al which Lechaira in such a case, the Pasha says that the hafara would be undone if the Tanai is, is broken? Or do we say that over here it's different? Because by regular Tanai, the halacha would be, like Rav Chaim pointed out, the halacha would be that anything that the husband took, that he only would have had the rights to take as a husband, should have to go back. The Maiseyadayim, Metziyas, should have to go back to her. However, over here, by Mian, the halacha, is, it does not go back. L'chaira, even according to the Mahalich of the Stiper, that it's a Tznai, still, you have to say the Rabbanon were misaking that whatever happened before, does not become undone. We treat it like it was a regular Kedushin. So perhaps over here we could say that since we treated it like a regular Kedushin until now, so therefore we could say that even though the Mian uproots the Kedushin, the Darach Tanai, but still we wouldn't go ahead and uproot the Afara. We could still say that she was Naideras Aldas Baila. At the time it was a regular Kedushin and the Farah would still stand.
going further to the bottom of Kuf Chesam and Aleph, to the Mishnah, the Mishnah teaches us, Hamamenes Be'ish, that a girl who does Mian, who mutter that they are now mutter in each other's relatives, again, because Mian uproots the Kedushin Lamafreya retroactively, like we've discussed, and therefore, there is a heter now for the Kravim, for the relatives. Frecht the Arachaner, a beautiful kasha. The Gemara says earlier on Sari Zayin Amar Aleph that Hanitan Minayisha, that a man who is just suspected about being Mizana with a lady, Aser Bima of Abita he is Aser to go ahead and marry this girl's relatives. Again, a man who suspect to having znus with a certain lady, he's also to marry the relatives. And the reason being is because it's normal for a man to visit his wife's family. And if he goes ahead and marries this girl's relatives, we're afraid that he's going to go ahead and be mizana with this girl who is now usher to him because he's married her relative, so therefore Chazal Aser, a person from marrying this girl's relatives. So Frecht, the Arach in our case, Kol Shekain, certainly it should be Aser, this man is married to this girl for a few years, and then she does Mian, how can we permit him to marry her relatives? Once again, he's going to be spending time with her fam- with her family, and this girl that he was married to for a few years, he's going to see her, he's going to have what to do with her, so he should be afraid that he'll go ahead and be Mizana with her, even though she's usher to him now. So how could we allow her, allow him to marry her relatives? The Aruch Lanier suggests that Enachinami, the halacha is that as long as this girl that did mean is alive, he would not be able to marry her relatives. And the Mishnah is talking about after she passes away. Because the Gemara says earlier over there on Sari Zayin and Aleph that the girl that he's suspect on or that he was Mizana with, once she passes away, then he is mutter to marry the relatives. And the reason is obvious. There's no more shash anymore that he'll be Mizana with her because she's no longer alive. So therefore, he can go ahead and marry the relatives. And Zaktar Achoner, that is what our Mishnah means when it says that he is mutter to marry her relatives. A Chiddush, the Birchas Avram asks that the Rambam Lechaira would seem not that way, because the Rambam in Hilchas Gerishin, Parakir Aleph Halacha Tazai, writes that a girl that does mian is considered like she was never married to him. And the Ramam continues, she's mutter to his relatives, he is mutter to her relatives. The Rambam is mashma pretty clearly that there's no iser of relatives, even Midrabanan, even while she's still alive. It's as if they were never married. So the Rambam's mashma nalit arachoner's tarets. So what is the pshat then in the Rambam? How does this 
Shtem, how does this work with the Gemara earlier on Sadi Zayin? So the Birchas Avram suggests that the Isser of marrying a girl who he was Mazana with, or even suspected of being Mazana with, the Isser of marrying her relatives is only in a case where he took her originally, Derech Znas. So we're afraid that such a person who already is suspect or already was involved in an inappropriate relationship. So we're afraid that if he marries her relative, even later, even though now she's Aser in a Chaymer Iser Karva, nonetheless, we're afraid that maybe he'll get involved with her. However, in a case where a man took a lady, Derech Heter, over here, where there's Mian, they're married in a mutter way. So then we're not geyser, we don't say such a that we're afraid that a, that a person will be chashad in Arias that'll go ahead and take this girl that is now asr to him. L'chaira, this Berchus Avram is mefurish a Mishnah Lamelech over there in the Rambam in Esurei Bia, Perek Beis, Halach Yudalef where the Mishnah Lamelech writes that it's Pashat to him in a case where a man was Mazana with a lady, B'Shaygeg, Ayanusim, if they both were a Shaygeg, or they both were an Aynes, so Zakta Mishnah Lamelech, it's Pashat over there, that he'd be mutter to marry your relatives, Sharei Kulam Mecheskes Kesherim Heim, because they all have a status of being Kesherim, meaning that this Kesherim is only in a case where the person has shown himself to be unscrupulous, has shown himself to be chashed on Arias, on acting inappropriately. Over there, there's a but otherwise, there is no such gzera. Going further into the Mishnah and heading into the Sugyas and Kufches on the base, the Mishnah says that while if she does mean, then the Allah is she's muttered to his relatives, and he's muttered to her relatives. However, if he gives her a get to cut off this Kedushan, then he would be usher to her relatives, and she would be usher to his relatives. And the Mishnah continues and says, let's say he first gave her a get, and then takes her back, and then she does mean. Or vice versa, first there's mean, then he takes her back, and gives her a get. And then after these two marriages, she goes ahead and marries another person, and he dies or she gets divorced. So the halacha is, if the last marriage that she had with the first husband ended in a get, the get took place after the mian, so then she'll be asked to come back to him after she marries someone else, because we consider it a machzer grushasai. However, if her last marriage was Mian, first there was a get, then there was Mian, and then she married somebody else and got divorced or he died, then she would be able to go back to her first husband, because since the Mian was last, as the Gemara says, the Mian comes and is mevatel the get. As Rashi explains, the fact that she had Mian second, that shows everyone that this Kedushin was not a real Kedushin, 
Daraisa, and therefore we can go ahead and permit her. The, the Rabbana did not asser as a Machser Grushasei. However, in a different case, the end of the Mishnah tells us if, let's say, her first marriage ended up in divorce, and then she married somebody else, and she did mean to a second person, there we would not say that the mean goes ahead and is mavato, the original get, and she'd be allowed to go back to the first husband. Over here, there is an iser of machser grushasai. And the way Rava, or some have a girs of Rava, explains the halacha of our Mishnah, is that really, even if she married a different person, and she did me and him, so really, in logic, we would say that this mean shows, tells everyone that she's a katana, and that there should not be an issue of machzer grushasai to go back to the first husband. However, it's a if we would allow her to go back to the first husband after Mian, then he, since he knows her very well, he was married to her, he may use motion, sign language, hints to try to get her back. If he changes his mind after giving her the get that he really wants to be married to her, so he may try to convince her and get her to do Mian to the second husband. So because we're afraid that he'll do such a thing to get her back, so therefore, the Allah is, he is, she is not allowed to go back to the first husband. There is an incredible tour in Evan Ezer Simon Vav, that the tour writes that nearly it appears to me that in such a case where the first husband divorced her and the second husband did mian, so even though she's not allowed to go back to the first husband because of this gezerah, nonetheless, she is muteras to a kain. She does not have the status of a grusha that she's muteras, she's allowed to marry a kain. And the Torah explains that even though the mean of the second person is not mevatel the first get, but that's only in regards to going back to the first husband because we're afraid that he'll try to get her to do mean in order to marry her back. However, for the halacha of Grusha, there's no reason to treat her like a Grusha, and therefore, she will be mutare, she'd be permitted to a kain. The Rambam, on the other hand, is mavur, not this way, because the Rambam in Hilchos Yisraibiya, Perak Yudzayin, halacha Yudches, writes in a case where the same husband takes her back after divorcing her, and then does mian. So then she is permitted to a kain. It's mashma and the Rambam, that in a case where someone else took her and did mian, then she will be not permitted to marry a kain. And these two shitais, these two dayais, are brought in the Shulchan Arach, in Avon Azar, Simen Vav, Sif, Beis. The Yamshel Shlomo over here in Simen Yud Aleph, wants to bring a raya from our Gemara against the Shita of the Tur. Because the Gemara, after it brings down the Xerah we mentioned, that we're afraid that he's going to try to get her back by convincing her to do Mian. So the Gemara asks Akasha, so if so, 
were chayshish for such a why is it only if she does me into a different husband that it's not mevatel his get? Even if she married the same person a second time and did mean, the halacha should also be that the mean, her mean, is not mevato the get, because we should be afraid that when she goes ahead and marries somebody else, he's going to try to convince her to do mean in order to take her back. So there should be the same gezerah, even if the mean was done to him. Why is it only if she did the mian to somebody else that the mian is not mevato the get? And the Gemara answers that no, since she did mian, so that shows that she doesn't want the marriage, so we're not afraid that she'll change her mind later and want to go back to him. So the Rishayim, the Ridva, Taisvis, Taisarash, they all ask, why is the Gemara asking a question? that we should be geyser, even in a case where the same husband, the first husband, did mean after a get, the Gemara should ask the question, even if there was never a get altogether. If let's say he marries, a man marries a lady and she does mean, we should never let him, her come back to him because of this gezera. Why is the Gemara only asking the question in the case where he first married her, gave her a get, and afterwards, did mean this gezerah could apply even in a case where he never gave her a get. And the Ridva and the Taisarash answer, and this is how many understand Taisvis, that this gezerah that we're afraid he's trying to convince her to do mean is not a gezerah that the Rabbana made freestanding. It only is a gezerah that applies in a case where she appears, where she has a resemblance to a machzer grushasai. In a case where she was divorced and therefore has some status, some appearance of a Mahsugru Shasai, there, if there's a reason to be Geyser, the Rabbanan kept her status and treated her like a Mahsugru Shasai. But this Gezerah alone would not stand to Asr to go back to, a, to her husband. And that's why the Gemara didn't even ask that question. So Zakta Yam Shoshlamo, we see from the Rishainim, from the Gemara, that this Gezera is not Stam Gezera, it's a Gezera that we treat her like a Master Grushasai. So if we're treating her like a Master Grushasai, it's the Gerishin that gives her the status. So Mimelot's Pashat, that she should be Aser to a Kayin, because we're treating her like a Grusha. In defense for the Sheet of the Tur, I would like to suggest as follows. The Gemara on the bottom of our Amud has a shaila, and it comes down to a machlaikis, that in this case where she first married one husband who gave her a get, and then a second husband who did, and she did me into him, so we said the Allah is she's not able to go back to the first husband. So Gemara has a shaila, what about marrying his relatives? And it's a machlaikas. The first opinion says that it's mutter because the whole gezera is what? That the first husband is going to go to try, get her, convince her to do mean to the second husband. And that reason will not apply to his relatives, to his brothers. And the halacha though is like the second opinion, the second lashon of the Gemara is that it's aser 
to marry the brothers because Gzeira Achiv Atu Hu. It's Gzeira, if we allow a brother to marry her, then people will think as well that he would be able to marry her. Now, Lachaira, what's the Gemara's Shaila? According to the assumption of the Yamsha Shlomo, that she mamish has the status of Machser Grushasai, we treat her a full-fledged Machser Grushasai, then what's the Hava? I mean, it should be Muteris to marry his relatives. A Grusha cannot go ahead and marry the relatives of her first husband. So we see from the Gemara, like to suggest, that even though the Rabbanan gave her a din of Master Grushasai, we see it's possible they only gave her that halacha in regards to marrying her back, but there's a shail in the Gemara in regards to the relatives. So Mimela, we could say for the tour that as well, it's not Pashat, that maybe she'd be allowed to marry a Kain, that the same way they only asked her like a Master Grushasai to go back to her first husband, so perhaps they also could be were makel in her marrying a kite. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.